Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball versus Life is back in session. We're trying to keep to a schedule now. <laughs> what up, JC? Yeah. I'm Jack. What up, what up? We got a special guest, Hawk Bros. Yeah, Joshua. Josh here. The only we- Hawks fan that you'll probably ever meet. There's only <laughs> that's why That's why us. we need you on the podcast. I know. Because <laughs> you might be the only one <laughs> in existence in California anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we were joking about this um, pre-recording, pre-live uh, recording this. That uh, every time we invite you on, Josh, there's some kind of bad news for you. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was saying. I, like right as like that game was happening, um, Trey was killing it. Like good start to the game. He was, you know, like when he was out, like it was just like, what happened? The whole like I think our squad just got shell shocked because he got injured. And but like every time I'm about to jump on a, a pod with you guys, something <laughs> bad happens. I think once I think one of the times was DeAndre Hunter got injured. But it's usually because, you know, like, you guys are like, hey, Hawks are killing it. Let's jump in a pod. Let's talk about it. And then something bad happens. Why? <laughs> so See, tell we, us, Josh. Um, we, how, sorry, we, sorry. Before, before, let's just talk about the Trey Young injury real quick um, since you mentioned it. Uh, um, what, what went down, bro? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was weird. Like, it was just um, probably third quarter-ish he was going in. I mean, he was commanding the game. He was um, distributing like crazy. He was pretty much scoring at will, but, like, he wasn't – he didn't need to score because he was distributing. And then he was just going in for another floater, and he just landed wrong. It wasn't even like he landed on anybody. He landed just really weird on his ankle, and um, it looked pretty brutal. He sprained it pretty bad, but uh, – I don't know. He he couldn't come back into the game, and we ended up losing that game because I'm pretty sure the guys were just kind of shell shocked for like the next few plays. They were just like, "What? What happened? Like that's our guy? <laughs> like, oh, it's so brutal." And then Julius Randle, you got to give credit to him. He just like he was what I don't know. He was like it felt like he was ten for ten from three, and he was just getting anything he wanted. So, so did you want to add anything, Jay Z? No, I was gonna say it seems like he had to be helped off the court. So it's just kind of, yeah. sometimes you can kind of see like how how bad it is depending on how their initial reaction is based yeah. on it but like it seemed like it was relatively serious so fingers crossed yeah the worst part is when you see like your guy on the floor and he like smacks the floor and you're like oh no anytime a guy smacks the floor you know it's probably not the Brutal. best thing. i know <laughs> and then did, did you see i don't know if you saw but um a few plays later clint capella um was kind of like he was going up for a putback and then like a guy, I think it was Derek Rose, like kind of like sl- he kind of tripped on his foot and landed right onto the small of his back, and he was just limping the whole the rest of the game. He mm. stayed in the game, but um, there's a he has like a back contusion. I think I'm literally looking at this update from one of our beat writers, and mm-hmm. the injury list right now: Trey Young has mm. to have an MRI. Clint Capella back back contusion is questionable. Danilo Gallinari right foot soreness questionable. Tony Snell. Angle sprain, doubtful. Chris Dunn out. DeAndre Hunter out. Cam Reddish out. So that's, oh, man, that's like brutal. That's like our freaking huge parts of our roster. Oh I, man, I, I'm kind of curious though. It's like it's it's definitely affecting the Hawks right now, mm. but it's I feel like league wide there's just players dropping left and right. I was watching yeah, the Warrior sure. Warrior Wizards game last night, and then Danny Avilla. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I think he had like a hairline fracture in his ankle because he just kind of felt oh, fell brutal. weird on it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we're not even going to talk about the Warriors injuries. That's well chronicled. <laughs> but just, I, I don't know what it is, though. Is it, is it just, is it the number of games? Like, I feel like it's more than what we're used to. It's crazy. I mean, I, mean uh, I, I guess people have been talking about this. This has been a sticking point that it seems like there's more injuries, but I've seen articles about saying that it's actually not more injuries. So I don't really know where to place it, but I can tell you just as a fan, it feels like a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's like the condensed, condensed season. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, guys are playing seven games in 10 nights. And mm-hmm. like, like we have, I think in the next two weeks, we have three back to backs which is like not, you know, some that's not something you get. And then also another thing to consider, they don't get as much practice time because of COVID yeah, and warming exactly. up. Like they don't get recovery time. So it's just it's just bound to happen because there's just not enough time. I, I was um, listening to like a beat writer talk about how what the teams have to go through with the COVID testing, that yeah. it's not a normal schedule. You have these guys flying from where here to there, East Coast to West Coast, and then they have to get up like super early to do these COVID tests. So yeah. it's not like a regular schedule for them. And this is all comes into play where injuries happen because everyone knows rest and injury is correlated. Your yeah. body needs rest for you to operate, you know, at its full capacity. And if it's not rested, then, yeah, injuries happen. So I don't know. It's all, I think it's all coming together. And well, the Hawks, if anything, <laughs> have taken uh, a brutal hit. Another yeah. thing is fatigue. Mm. I mean not just rest i mean it's it's interrelated right but the thing is this is like if you're tired you're compensating mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. for one one part of the body that's tired then it just all adds together but you're right you're right Men- <laughs> yeah I even the mental mental fatigue like mm-hmm. just not being sharp on you know just like on your mind too is like you know you're gonna take weird risks you're not gonna like be on top of things and it's just yeah it's brutal Oddly enough, even with the injuries you guys have suffered, yeah, ever since that coaching change, you know, poor Lloyd Pierce, but look, it had to be done because look yeah. at the team now. I mean, I think you guys have are 18 and 7 since firing Lloyd Pierce because he was, he was yeah. you guys were 14 and 20 then, and now you guys are 32 and 27. So yeah. if I do my math right, it's about that, right? 14 and 7, 14 and 8. Yep. And that's incredible, dude. <laughs> it's yeah. a huge turnaround, man. It's Yeah, it's huge. We were having like a really good month and... Um, it's 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 i think it's it's a combination of things you know we talked about it. i love lloyd pierce as a guy like he's a really solid guy but he just lost i think the biggest thing he lost the locker room mm. and also just you're seeing nate mcmillan's experience down the stretch understanding how to utilize guys not being afraid to um throw guys in together i feel like lloyd pierce was just so adamant about how he wanted to play sometimes mm. that it got in the way i think he was trying to prove himself you know something like yeah. he's like i'm the coach like I'm trying to prove something instead of like really trusting the guys and mm-hmm. really trusting um, that they'll figure it out together. And it's shown a lot. They've, they're fighting. Like we've had one of the, we're probably top, one of the top five teams in fourth quarter scoring wow. and, and finishing in the past since Nate McMillan. Like it's crazy. It's we're yeah. And our defense has definitely um, picked up a little bit, thankfully due to Clint Capella. Like yeah. It's, it's wild when he's on the court versus when he's off the court. It's like a difference of like seven to ten points allowed. It's wild. Wow, crazy. Was the yeah. system the same though? Like was Pierce's and McMillan's system the same? Or, or, that's what he claims. Yeah, that's what like so Nate McMillan has says, you know, honestly, guys, we've been doing the same thing we've been doing since the beginning of the year with Lloyd. I think part of it is due to he just wants to honor Lloyd Pierce. He just seems like a really good guy. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I think the system for the most part has been the same, but I think it's all about just execution, um, mm -hmm. timing, mm -hmm. like knowing when to call timeouts, like all those little things yeah. add up at the end of the game, you know? Like, you know, there's times when um, Lloyd Pierce would just let her run from the other team, go way too long, or let some guy sit too long, or, or something like that, and it just, you could really see that um, Nate would just not allow those things to happen. Um, so it goes to show really. how it goes to show how important coaching is. I think we overlook yeah. coaching a lot because you know sometimes when you see championship teams and they're stacked with like Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers, you're just like anyone can coach this team. But then yeah. you see like the Warriors, for example, when Mark Jackson and again, granted they were younger, but when Steve Kerr took over, he kind of took the team to another level. Same thing as Phil Jackson when he took over the Lakers. It's just yeah. coaching matters, man. It really it does. does matter. It really does. It really does. It just takes you over the edge, especially for a team that doesn't hasn't had time to build chemistry. That's when coaching can really like mm -hmm. um, steer it in the right direction. Whether that's um, just helping to encourage the chemistry and building a fostering a you know an environment that allows them to build, or just like those calls when guys don't know how to play together very well, but the coach is like, "Hey, this is what I'm seeing. Like, let's do this." It makes a huge difference. I, I'll tell you this, talent for sure <laughs> plays, plays a big big role oh I mean, yeah the Hawks sure. definitely I mean Travis Schlenk did a wonderful job in addition to making the coaching change I think it yeah. made it easier for, for Nate to take over a team that has so much depth and, and, and talent mm -hmm. I mean there are veterans in the bench uh, mm -hmm. there's developing talent I think Travis Schlenk did a wonderful job in terms of like building a team that could you know get in a position that they are in right now you know what I mean mm -hmm. For sure. How's Sweet Lou? <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> been... he jumped over. He's been a great addition. Um, I mean, I can't believe we he pulled off that trade because we got rid of Rondo. I know. Got Sweet Lou. And that and, fat contract of his. Yeah. And we got two... two um, we got cash, too, on top of that. And, and I think top, and two picks, second-round picks or something. Dude, man's so a I magician, don't, man. I don't understand what happened. I don't know how he's doing with the Clippers. The I mean, Clippers maybe are Rondo's, that desperate. Uh, yeah. Clippers have been killing it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Promise. See, I, I think maybe, like, for them, it, maybe it made sense because they just needed that, I guess, the, his particular talent. But he, he's been um, just, you know, when usually the biggest problem when Trey would go off was scoring would just go down. But with Sweet Lou, it's just like it, it doesn't skip a beat. He can create his own plays. He's working with a Kongru really well. Mm. He's, like, spending time with a Kongru, trying to groom him a little bit. So you've seen improvement from a Kongru as well. And you're just seeing um, guys really build like just chemistry together on this, like the benches that come in, bench guys that come in. It's been really fun. He's been really taking that leadership seriously. I'm, I'm looking to, at this for yeah, him to ahead, ponder Jersey. retirement right off <laughs> yeah. the trade. Right? It's <laughs> right. so interesting that it actually worked out. I was. I know. I hope he's happy. I mean, I think I it think seems he's like he himself. I mean, yeah, he's, he's visiting Magic City. I mean, <laughs> right, right, right. Be good times. Lemon pepper Lou, baby. <laughs> Get those lemon pepper wings. So, so, Josh, I mean, I'm looking at the standings right now. You guys are actually leading the Southeast Division at 32 and 27, yeah. and I think you guys are fifth right yeah, now in the playoff seating. Yeah. Right behind New York, and you guys lost to New we York, lost the, York. The, la la the last night, I think. I mean, when this releases, I don't know, <laughs> probably a couple of days from now. But yeah, yeah, like that was that was a pivotal game. How do you feel, dude? I mean, I mean that's mean, that's a thing, right? Like the East is so close, especially oh, four through 
forth through that. And the whole middle crew is yeah. so close. And that's why that game was so important, right? But bef- even more than just losing that game, the hurtful thing was that, like, Trey got injured oh. and potentially Clint, like, we don't know how bad his back contusion is. But if we lose those two guys, those guys are literally the tide movers on our team. Mm-hmm. Like, without them, like, the team doesn't go. So, and especially without both of them, the team definitely doesn't go. So it was really, it was a really brutal loss. It was, because it just felt, you just felt the weight of that, that loss so much more. Dude, the, the middle I'm, of the pack right here is crazy, It's man. so close. It's like, you can't, you can't, like, skip a beat. Like, the, the mo- moment you just kind of slack off a little bit, somebody will take your spot just fine. So, Yeah. I mean, JC's going to be happy about this, but LaMelo Ball is coming back soon because he has a LaMelo Ball rookie card. (laughs) (laughs) Get that stock back up. (laughs) Get that, yeah, exactly. I mean, I I feel like he's a lock in terms of trending up. I, I, he's just so talented and he's so, like, he's just so mature as a, like, a rookie. I just see him thriving no matter what, honestly. It's like crazy to look at these standings because it really is like the stock exchange. Like you have to buy when hot, and then things fall, and then things rise again. Like, yeah, you know, for teams sure. like Charlotte, Washington's on a on a six game win streak, uh, and they're they're playing themselves into the play in. Right, so you just don't know. Do you go on a bad stretch? Oh man, it can like. I know, like not long ago, Toronto and Chicago were like in the running to get mm-hmm. you know fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth, and now they're like wait, they're eleventh and twelfth. It's crazy how. Yeah, that, that middle group, this crew is crazy. I mean, the top three, I mean, they're pretty locked. Milwaukee, Brooklyn, 76ers. But after that, you're just like, I don't even know what's going to happen. It makes it exciting, though. It seems like, you know, a lot yeah. of teams are in contention and they have an opportunity. Obviously, that could end at any given moment. But at the same time, I mean, compared to previous seasons, I'm assuming that you're more engaged than you have been. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I I'm oh yeah. I mean, I'm always super engaged. <laughs> true. He's a no true fan, what. man. He's true, a true, that, true that, true that, true that. It's like uh, it's just it's bad how invested even like through those really bad stretches. <laughs> so I know a lot of players that you're like, what the heck? But um, that have come through the system. But like, yeah, for sure. This right now is just like really exciting. Like franchises like New York, the Knicks that haven't even, and even the Hornets that you just haven't even thought about them for a while they're really making a name for themselves so it's really exciting i yeah you just you gotta love good competition right like fan bases are just more fired up about all their teams right and that's just more viewership more revenue um for smaller markets and yeah it's it's exciting dude new york on the rise holy crap yeah i thought about that (laughs) i know and i mean and if you look at that team too you're like what these guys are doing it like Derrick Rose, and uh, Taj Gibson, Randall, Nerlens Noel, like who? What? Coaching, these, coaching. Yeah, Thibodeau. Thibodeau. It's all about Thibodeau, man. Just like he's found an identity for their team, and it's you know it's just like really locked down defense and like crazy amount of threes, and it's working for them. It's it's wild. Oh man, but um, you know who's been killing it? Steph Curry. I've been I've been trying to follow. I, I don't I didn't watch yesterday's game, but you were, you were mentioning that he didn't have a great game yesterday. But I think uh, Scott Brooks had a, a wonderful game plan against him. He had like three people mm-hmm. every every time out, and it, you know it just put so much pressure on the um, on the the other teammates. 
Yeah. You know, and it just they, they couldn't they couldn't hack it. Not that that hasn't been the game plan, and that's why this <laughs> right. Run... That's a crazy thing you think. Yeah, it's like everybody has been. It's only Steph Curry because nobody else can be trusted, <laughs> and he's still able to like pull off these crazy feats. Yeah, I don't know like how how the perspective is like from uh, at least non Bay Area fan as to how you guys are are, are taking the um, the you know the the streak that he's been in on like i've seen it before with kobe when he did that and you're just in yeah, awe yeah. but like i don't know like there's a lot of kind of steph doubters out there i mean after right. last year he you know he wasn't even in the conversation but now it's just like kind of curious what i mean i feel your pain jc I, I know when you're watching steph especially in his prime right now and he's putting up these crazy numbers and i think he broke kobe's record or something like that for scoring of 30 points how many consecutive games, right? I'm sure you yeah. might have that. Ten Stout games. Top. Exactly. Over, yeah. over the age of 32. So, like, there's 32, only... 32, <laughs> 33. Yeah, yeah, 33, right. So, there's only three players that have done that streak. It's Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Steph Curry. And Steph Curry. That's good company. That's, that's very good company. A <laughs> little, little bit. Almost MVP-like company, right? I know, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I understand your pain, dude, because, you know, when Kobe was tearing up, I mean, he, he was running with a squad that... You know, Kwame Brown, those guys, like, they, <laughs> they were nobodies. And, like, Smush Parker. Smush. Um, they did oh have Lamar gosh. Odom. But, you know, it's kind of like Lamar was like Draymond Green. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's just, he's the, he's a good sidekick, but he's no number two. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Was so, that like, pre I or post Pau? Was that pre or post? No, that was pre, dude. Pre. That was pre oh, for was sure. Heavy. When he was, yeah. And then after Pau came, it was off to the races, bro. <laughs> but I understand your pain, dude, to see, like, your guy in his prime. But it, it, looking back, you know, he probably wouldn't put up those numbers if he had a full squad true, like Clay. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing to appreciate. It's, like, cool to see him tear it up, but it's also, like, sad to see, like, man, this guy has no help. You know? Yeah, he, the only reason why he has to do this is because nobody else can be yeah. trusted. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> well, I yeah, I mean, much. I feel I feel it too, man. It's it's brutal, like, because I really like Steph Curry, and I, I mean, he's such a solid dude, and he's um, he's just a good teammate and everything. So it's just so hard to see him doing so well right now, and then just like, I mean, I just hope they make it into the um the the playoffs. Um, and yeah, we're, we're barely hanging on, man. I don't know. So yeah. the Western yeah. Conference the way- is. Just- the way you talk, you're just like, take me, just take me out and just shoot me already. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy. Like, that Western Conference, like, the play-in is going to have Luka Doncic. Like, right now, if it would happen now, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, John, John Morant, and, uh, who, uh, and like, um, DeRozan. Like, what a crazy play-in. Those are just, like, trying to get into the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on the, on the East, it's like, who do we... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, like Wizards Indiana. And, yeah, Indiana. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, parody. That's what everybody wants, yeah. right? So there's it's 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 you know it's refreshing to see the change. I'll tell you this: sure. it's like um, the Warriors went on a streak when James Wiseman got injured. Mm-hmm. I feel like at that point in time, uh, the decision to instead of develop young players but try to win now a little bit and just kind of be a little bit more aggressive, kind of shifted. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, injuries can be a blessing, quote unquote, in disguise. Sometimes, not that I'm yeah. too happy with the Wiseman injury. Dude, uh. that's exact. That's exactly why it's like developing young players while trying to win. It just does not mix, dude. It, it takes. It's very few and far in between that you can actually execute that. You know what I mean? 
because like Wiseman, sure he he's got some talent, but he's not ready. I mean, you know, look at the Warriors have been winning way more games with him off the court because he's been yeah. hurt. Yeah. It's crazy to think. Yeah. That's why it's so rewarding to see the Hawks uh, kind of yeah. get better this year, just because I felt like they had a plan. And this past offseason, it seems like Travis Schlenk was like, all right, let's get some vets and see what yeah, we can do with sure. this. Yeah. And it just, you know, it's there's a plan. <laughs> yeah. It's just that timing, knowing when, okay, are my are these guys ready to take on a bigger role and are we ready to really build around them? Or, And I think, like, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, you see DeAndre Hunter, JC, and Trey, and Hurt are really ready for it. Cam, mm-hmm. I don't know when he's going to be ready because <laughs> he's just been – he's been such a – he's been such a, a tough uh, – a tough – I mean, he's been out for so long, but, like, I don't even know. Like, if he were in, I'd probably be frustrated, too, because it's just, like, throughout this whole beginning of the season when he was in, it's just, like, you'd see a couple good things, and then just, like, he would just fall off, and I don't know, like, if he would get it. And Ugh, yeah. That's the thing with young players. I was talking to JC about this. Like, like Wiseman, this, he's just he's – just putting too much in you know what i mean like he's he's yeah. tr- he's like try harding when you yeah. the game is not coming to you you know like and that's yeah. what like cam reddish these guys versus like the vets you know like they're moving at a pace where yeah like they're in control you know what yeah. i mean and that's exactly. the part where yeah you can't teach that it's a, it, all that's experience unless you're luka Doncic, yeah. then it shit just comes naturally because you've been playing against grown men since you were like freaking 14 years old i don't know for real that's where wiseman is i think in his head he's like Luca level, but yeah. like in reality, <laughs> it's not there. I mean, I mean, what Luca was a top three draft pick too. So you know mm-hmm. what I mean. There's like certain expectations, but mm-hmm. if it's if it's not there, it's not there. So you <laughs> you you overestimated my joy with Lamelo because every time I see Lamelo playing, I'm just like, man, what could have been? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh man. The, the that guy has the only thing the I can hang on to, bro. <laughs> oh man. But but let's let's move to um, I, I, since we were talking about Steph, I kind of want to ask Josh this: Do you buy Steph being the MVP if he continues this? Are, <laughs> are you on board that train? Because hey, he's getting a lot of uh, a lot of traction with that. Yeah, I mean honestly, I think it it really has to do with how how far they can get, um, like how well he can do and like bring his team to the playoffs. Um, like I think we were mentioning before, I mean winning matters, right? So as much as he's doing this crazy stuff, it's like if he can't, unfortunately, if, if his team doesn't get anywhere in, in terms of playoff seating, then it's going to be a tough sell because you got guys like Jokic and like um, and Embiid mm-hmm. and who are really like, I mean, they're really putting out numbers, but they're also like, you know, leading, leading the divisions. What's know. your vote, JC? You're, you're voting for Steph, right? <laughs> I mean, it, by the sheer definition of most mm. valuable player, yeah, I would posit that Steph is the most valuable player at least for in their the team. System. True, true, Just true, because true, true. without him, you saw what happened. We get blown out by 60 points by uh, a middling Toronto team <laughs> that had lost. 13 out of the last 14. Whoa, so just true. by just by that, I rest my case. Um, but his torrid pace has shown you that, like, aside from the fact that he's really important in our, he is our system. He can still <laughs> play at like an all, I don't know, all time NBA level it's category, true. bro. Like, it's not even like even with the wins and losses and i mean i i mean they can't do anything about that you know what i mean i understand that's part of the equation but just the way that he's playing 
it's just so much fun to see him literally dominate triple teams. Yeah. And still, you know, hit. Like, dude, like one stat that I saw was like, uh, out of the entire NBA history, there have been what, like five players that had more than 10 threes. Steph has 20 in his career. The next That's person so is. That's so crazy. <laughs> the next person is uh, Clay with three, James Harden with like two. And just a but like I, I think there was like a random I don't know J.R. Smith or something like that <laughs> for for one. So like I mean this is you know this is history in many ways. Just oh. kind of seeing that you know what I mean. It's like like the, that Kobe run. So it's 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 sad for me to see that uh, you know we're struggling, but it's a uh, it's a delight to see Steph show people that you yeah. know he's especially all the all the crap that he had been getting like. <laughs> It's like ah, oh, Steph's not. He when he's coming back from his injury, he's not gonna do anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, right. And then like just to see him, like just be like, mm. and having fun with it too, man. Like he just when he, I, that's what I love about Steph. He has so much joy when he plays. Um, some people see it as like cocky, but I see it as just like he's enjoying himself and like he's enjoying the game and appreciating like being here, you know. And that's really <laughs> fun to watch. I agree. I agree. Guys like Steph, I know JC and I talk about this a lot, and he does get a lot of shit. People don't really appreciate in the moment, but sadly, what normally happens is in the moment, people don't appreciate you, man. <laughs> they just don't. Not to the fullest. You know, not until like these players retire that you look back and you're like, dang, that run was crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. like, I mean, of course, as basketball heads or hoops, hoops nerds, like, we know. <laughs> we see, you don't see this stuff. This is like once in a lifetime once in a generational talent that's like literally changed the game man you see yeah. guys at the basketball court like when you play freaking pickup ball like i mean the game has changed man people are jacking up freaking threes and just it's terrible <laughs> he's changed the game for the worst jc <laughs> i have fun watching it seems like josh is too so i'll take it uh, so josh the so we've been ripping quite a bit of like uh, wax on our uh, on our IG channel. Dude, so I've I'm been curious I've been jealous. It. I've been jealous of it. I, I wanna I wanna get in on it, but I <laughs> I don't like I I I've been wanting to try to get the um what are they called the um the digital packs too. Ooh, mm-hmm. Top shot, top shot, top shot. Top shot. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep on like trying to like get, when I get the notifications, I'm like oh I'm gonna try to get one. I never get one because it's just <laughs> it's so hard and just this whole NFT thing. But like it's been yeah. I, I've been really jealous of you guys being able to open some packs. I need to, it makes me want to go buy some too and like pull out my old, my old basketball cards, even though they're all crappy. <laughs> it's all hot. It's all Hawks players. Like, but no names because yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Hawks have not had that many great picks. It's like a, a Dominique Wilkins and then like just some random dude. Dude. Yeah. Where every, every time we rip and we see a Hawks player, we call call you out, man, just because we're just like, yeah, John, this is like... Because he's the, only, like a, he's the only Atlanta Hawks fan we know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You get like Speedy Claxton or like, or like um, um, who was that? A, a Royal Ivy. Like, you guys don't even know who those guys are. Those were draft picks, or those were like top 20 picks for us. And oh, they, God. They, they, Andrew Ivy. Lang, Stacey Ogden. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Those John guys, Konkak. Hey, man, those guys are, yeah, those are notable Hawks. <laughs> but there's been some real bad ones. See, see, that's what I enjoy the most about the ripping is the nostalgia. At least for me specifically, is uh, I don't know, just going back to those days when we first all first started watching basketball. Yeah. I know some of the packs that I've been ripping was a little bit uh, like 
even earlier than at least with with some when Jack started ripping because mm. sometimes Jack is like, dude, I, you know I'm lost, I mean? bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, some of the names, dude, I don't know myself. So I'm just like, I thought I was, I knew my basketball, but apparently not based on these cards. But that's why I do it. So I know it's just a way to, you know, revisit history. So. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is a fan of uh, NFT. He believes in the tech. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm trying to get it. You should get some of your uh, your pit your pictures, dude. Your black and white. I know, dude. (laughs) Do some NFTs. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how like the um, the photography. I know it's like mostly it's like digital art right now. Yeah, it's digital art. Mm -hmm. I don't know how photography is doing. I haven't heard much about like photography being kind of a a factor Mm -hmm. in the NFT market yet. Maybe like a few here and there, but. Hey man, we have some friends. Um, get uh, Kenson to animate your photographs. Oh, that'd be so cool, dude. <laughs> has he been making any? Do you know? I, dude, he has. I'm sure he oh. has. I think he's been collabing with some pretty big people, um, yeah. in that space. And I don't Kenson's... know what his cut of it is, but uh, you know, he's like Kenson's so legit, man. Yeah, he's legit, and he's he's on Clubhouse hosting rooms and stuff like that, like getting this conversation started. So NFTs, man. I've I've NFTs. heard people are making like artists are making bank off of it, which That's is great. So good. Yeah, it's great. Like it's at good. first when I, when I heard about it, I was like, "What? This is so dumb." But then I was like, "Oh, it's like really helping artists and creatives yeah. who have been screwed this so for so long, and exactly. just allowing them to really get a cut of everything." So it's been exciting. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Photos if Photos the... are there too, man. I'm telling yeah. you. But maybe it's the bigger name photographers. My favorite yeah. photographer, Walter mm. Ios oh, yeah. Junior. Mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. you're familiar. Like, he sells his stuff, and those things go for like. Thirty thousand oh, dollars, but it's Jeez. just like shots of like Ken Griffey swinging, yeah. and then Michael Jordan. So I'm yeah. sure there's a space for that. But NFT, yeah. man, it's the next, next, <laughs> next frontier. Gotta, gotta find the niche and like just really uh, figure it out. Josh yeah. in black and white. Yeah, Josh and black and up white. and coming, up and coming. Black and white photos. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Well, with that said, Josh, thank you for joining us, you know, Thanks, on a guys. spirited episode. Uh, let's just <sighs> hope that the Hawks get healthy and you guys can go into the playoffs, assuming you guys make the playoffs. Um, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, man. It, you guys deserve uh, it, dude. Honestly, man. I, I really hope we I mean, I want us. I want to stay on. I feel like four and five is a good place for us because mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather get a draw team like I'd rather not draw like a. Uh, um, a, a Brooklyn or a oh yeah, you Philly? know, or a Philly or a Milwaukee. Mm. Although, like at this rate, like I'd rather have Brooklyn than the Knicks because they just they swept us this season <laughs> and they just have our number. I don't I don't understand it. It's it's weird, but um, yeah, I don't know. And Playoff. obviously, it doesn't seem like Harden is coming back in the regular yeah, season. Yeah, man, that's but, what I'm saying. It's just like injury could hit yeah, their teams dude. as well, and then. Yeah. The you know it's all fair game at that point you know what I mean yeah it's it's crazy you just got to get Trey healthy I mean even yeah. if you have to set out like five six games it's like yeah. fifteen games left in the season just as long as he gets back plays seven eight games you know puts up some good numbers in terms of getting the team wins you guys should be okay but yeah you don't want anything longer than five games five no uh, you don't it's want too much yeah ten games oof, that's gonna be a rough stretch if you go like oh uh, you gotta go at least 500 man it's it's yeah it's scary it's scary to think of that the timing of the injury but either way bro we are wishing you good luck always man because you are thank our you, only hawks you. fan friend <laughs> thanks guys yeah all right you can obviously follow joshua link all his stuff in our thank description you, 
Josh in black and white, man. Check it out. <laughs> NFT, baby. Come up. I'm, hey, I'm going to hook you up. We got to hook him up with a NFT artist or something like that. Seriously, <laughs> let's do it. Let's figure it out. Make some ball versus life NFTs. Dude, that's our next. Hey, man, keep it on the DL. So <laughs> stay safe, guys. All right, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Bye.